1: it's foodie and the beast and we are on now
0: hey everybody welcome to foodie and the beast with david nikki nellis we are sitting here on a beautiful day when the people in texas are suffering through an unimaginable storm Mm -hmm. uh if that was snow it would be over 35 feet that's how bad it is so we want to remind everybody apparently the red cross is getting really stretched so if you can give a dollar or you can give a hundred dollars or whatever um, there are lots of volu- actually there are lots of volunteers from this area that are down there or heading down there. Mm-hmm. But they need money, so if you can do it, do it, please.
1: Please, and there's lots of other organizations that are popping up where you can don- donate water or food or buy things, uh, buy groceries that will be uh, shipped down there to help the people. So just uh, go to the RedCross.org, and you can find out about all those organizations.
0: That was an unpaid... <laughs> unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited, but obviously everybody important. should be on the same page. All right, that. so uh, not long ago, we had some food from the Royal in Ledroit Le Park, which w- w- was mind-blowing. I mean, these are biscuits like you never had, and um, now the guy that makes... I did. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
1: When did you have it? They were here. We had, no, we yes. no, no, no. The
0: mixologist was in here. Oh, yeah. And we brought biscuits. Oh, See, my okay. wife... You gotta stop doing drugs tonight before the all But right, it's so, so much
1: fun. Yeah.
0: It too much rose. Anyways, so so Cable Smith, who is the chef that makes these unbelievable biscuits, is in with more unbelievable and biscuits. Arepas. And these guys managed to land uh, a two thousand seventeen Michelin Bib Gourmand uh, award, which is pretty cool. So uh-huh. we're gonna be talking about that.
1: Okay, and First, we're going to eat meat, and then we're going to pretend that we don't. So uh, we're going to talk about the DC Veg Fest. We're going to hell, everyone. <laughs> we're going to hell, and then we're coming back. Um, the DC Veg Fest—it's back. It's been around since 2009, and it's an amazing festival celebrating plant-based foods and compassion for animals. Uh, so for those of us like David and I who love our dogs, it's really hard to reconcile us eating meat. Now eat a at, dog, huh?
0: I'll eat a dog.
1: Okay. <laughs> Well, we're going to be talking to Erica Meyer, who is the executive director of DC's Compassion Over Killing, and uh, we're going to talk about this fabulous festival, but also how we can be more mindful when we eat.
0: And finally, after a zillion years of trying, and thanks to Uber and and other mobile delivery services, somebody has figured out how to deliver really good-to-go food, um, and it it shows up hot, and it shows up delicious. Mm -hmm. One of those concepts is uh, Tortilladora. Uh, which is a really new concept that was uh, nurtured in Union Kitchen, right? And uh, Ed McIntosh, who was formerly at Matchbox, a great spot. Mm-hmm. Is that all you, man? Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> it's all yeah, you. It's all He's taking all the credit. All the it's all stuff. you and but,
0: it's all gone. But Ed is the, Ed is the, uh, the exec chef behind Tortilla Dora, and he's in with tortillas at Alador, and mm-hmm. we're going to be trying them.
1: Okay, so she was here when they first launched uh, Drink Juicery, J-R-I-N-K. Drink Drink, 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 drink. <laughs> That's
0: easy for you to say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Shizu Okusa. That's fine. No,
3: that works. say it.
1: Say Okusa. Right. Okusa uh, is back in studio with us and they have some new fascinating restorative drinks. Uh, some of it has collagen in it, which I'm all about. Uh, and we're going to learn about Their
0: fresh cold pressed. Juices. And right, good. but we're
1: going to learn about some of their new products and they've got a new store on the way. Uh, we're going to hear everything that she's been up to.
0: Yeah, when we met her, she had she get, getting started. Now they got five stores. I
1: know. What's wrong with us? I don't, why didn't we, we still invest? Just have a radio we're show. idiots. <laughs> right. All right,
0: but first, let's talk to Mitch Berliner, who's out at Central Farm Markets. Mitch, are you there? I am. How are you? Keith? Mitchie, tell me what's going on at the markets.
2: First of all, thanks so much about uh, reminding the people about uh, Texas that uh, we're going to give a percent. Today, and I asked all my other farm market operators around the area to do the same. That's a good thing to to do. Of their fees Mm -hmm. and do the right thing, the righteous thing, the Sadaka thing. All right. So now back to the farmer's market. Um, Our
0: little Yiddish abuka.
2: Yes. Yeah. What can I say? You know, a lot of people, there's a lot of crossover. People know stuff. So, um, anyway, it means righteous justice, charity. Anyway, so um, the peaches are unbelievable at all three uh markets and nectarines the white peaches they're like the size of like uh grapefruits how much longer how
1: much longer do we have for peaches mitch
2: we could have another month there are some varieties like of nectarines called zephyr Mm -hmm. that are just coming on and we'll go right to october um so you know they've been figuring out different varieties coming early staying later so China's, I love peaches, so stretch it out, make a pie, grill it. Um, they're terrific. Still tons of watermelons and other kinds of melons. You know, canaries. last week we
1: were talking about um, the watermelons. You said there's all different varieties, right?
2: Oh, yeah. We've got all kinds. We've got yellow. We've got seedless. Mm-hmm. Um, there's striped. There's solid colors. There's just so many different varieties. We've got canary melons. Um, different kinds of cantaloupes um there's probably five kinds of cantaloupe striped here on the today. inside
1: is the wa- david wants to know is the watermelon striped on the inside or
0: the outside
2: it's just the outside uh, on, on the outside who yeah. um, cares about
0: the um, outside i'm interested in what's inside
2: if you rub it on your body you can look like a zebra. <laughs> yeah. so oh, the gross. other thing
0: you'd is, like that wouldn't you mitch
2: quiet this is a family <laughs> show please. um but what very exciting we have every year and today's the first day we have it at all three markets: the Bethesda, the Pike, and Mosaic market. Is fresh ginger oh, grown really? oh in their greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And if you, the difference between the dry, you know, cured ginger that you get in supermarkets and the fresh is like night and day. For cooking, you could just uh, soak it in tea overnight. It makes killer cocktails. So um, just just. Peel it back, leave it in liquid, put it in simple syrups. So I make simple syrup out of uh, mint and lemon verbena. I'll yeah. throw in some that in there today. So it's a beautiful day, live music at all our markets. Um, Tell everybody so, where
1: all your markets are, Mitch.
2: Okay, once again and thank you. We have the Pike Central Market in Rockville every Saturday at the mm-hmm. and Rose. We have Bethesda downtown on the parking lot of the Bethesda Elementary School, and we have the Mosaic District. Uh, hosting the Mosaic Central Farm Market. That's also Sundays like Bethesda. And visit us on the website, and you'll get all the details. And just so people
1: know, because the market is enormous, like how many vendors are at Bethesda?
2: Well, thank you. Today we have, I know exactly the number, we have like 62 uh, vendors here today. We have a total of close to like 80. We have 20 vendors that we rotate who have like specialty products. You know your farmers and meat people—they're here every week. All right,
0: I got to stop all this chit-chat now because we got to move this show on, Mitch. You got it. We love you. We'll talk to you—not next week because we're off next week, the week after. All right.
2: You got it. We'll see you at the market. Man, take care. You got it. CentralFarmMarket.com, and thank you, guys. Bye, bye.
0: All right, Shizu.
3: Hello. When we Hi. met you, Hi. drink
0: J R I N K. Krink was it's not
3: Junior Inc., guys. Just no. let's just be clear. Drink, <laughs> drink. Junior
0: Inc. was a you know was a you know well, you were basically a. a it took a, a me a a minute fledgling, to get
3: that. You're, <laughs> Wait, you're talking over Oh, about we've got everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was a fledgling operation. You're now, I mean, you're all over the place now.
3: Oh, I don't know if we're not still fledgling. Today, I'm Washington,
0: <laughs> tomorrow's the world. So why don't we talk about, what's what's the, 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 you know, the 411 on drink?
3: Sure, yeah. So the latest and greatest is that we've come out with a new line of restorative water. So uh, we came out with this about a month ago. It was in response to, you know, A, we, you know, we need to all drink a little more water. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we do enough. We're kind of sitting in... Very, um, you know, not moving, kind of sedentary lifestyles. And um, so in that response, we came out with a new line of alkaline waters. So also in our busy lives, we tend to have more acidic bodies. Mm -hmm. So these are alkaline waters, and it helps to get your eight glasses of of water a day.
1: Okay, can we talk about alkaline waters? Sure. Because, um, you know, there's so many, when you go into the market. It's a lot. There's a lot of waters out there, like electrolytes and alkaline and pH balance.
3: What does any of that mean? Sure. So again, when you're working a lot and you're stressed out and you go and you get drinks and you it get all like you mean and mean and living you in the DC area. yeah, you know and you're like you know it, uh, yeah, yes, yes, sure yeah when you're <laughs> in the retox a lot like mode like
2: too. and
3: our bodies tend to get very acidic so okay. you can feel that with anti you know you get your bodies a little bit more inflamed. So when you hear things like anti-inflammatory, alkalizing, eat your vegetables, that all helps to fight against that. So the alkaline water helps to raise your pH, okay. basically. Um, and so it really helps to balance out and get you to more of a homeostasis level mm-hmm. and be a little more um, balanced All right. within. right.
0: I'm going to interrupt. Can we taste some of that yes. while you're so, while we're doing that? Because I want to get also to the whole.
1: Wait, th- but tell, tell us what we're drinking first. Sure. So I'll pass these guys
3: around. So we have a blue and a. Well, you can pass them around after you're we're oh, done. Okay. okay so just tell us. So the blue one here is the Nourish. So this one is the collagen water. Mm -hmm. So this idea had come from the fact that we've been drinking collagen as supplements um, in Asia to help with our white skin growth as well as proteins within the body. So it's an all-natural protein mm-hmm. um, that your body naturally produces, but it declines in the production rate as we get older. Okay. And again, we are more prone to stress and busy lifestyles. All right. Well, All right,
0: while cool. we're tasting that— and So I this is blue pe- It's right. great
3: for hair, nourish, okay. skin health. So we'll drink this,
1: and then we'll talk about the next one when we get right. back to Absolutely. You. Okay. And now
0: we're going to talk to Cable Smith, who's got the most interesting first name <laughs> I ever heard. It's Thank a family
4: you. name, right? Yeah, it is. It's my mom's maiden name. All right. So Cable. Yes,
0: well, sir. Well, that's
1: what we did with our kids.
4: I know, it's
0: torture for Tess, a while.
1: Both their middle names are Saphir, which is my maiden name.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah so she I bullied do. me into that, too. Yeah. okay. The, you, know, you know how that is. <laughs> all right, Indeed. so, I mean,
1: mm, mm, I, let's mm. kind of
0: talk about what you're, you're, you know, you got to the kitchen from Matchbox, you got to the kitchen at the Royal, and... No, no,
1: no, he's not Matchbox. No,
0: you're not Matchbox. It's I'm okay. sorry, you're not. See? That's all right. I know too much. But anyways, Yes. let's not talk enough. about when you run. I mean, you created a biscuit kind of empire at the Royal. How did that come about?
1: Well, you want, let's back up a little bit. All right. Well, Since he doesn't know what he's talking I about. I
0: know what <laughs> I'm talking
1: about. <laughs> okay, <just laughs> so you came, to the, Ro-
4: and
0: okay. the royal you came
1: to the Royal recently. Right. Like, how long ago?
4: I got there at the end of February.
1: Okay, so you haven't been there long. So let's just back up a little bit. Let's talk about what the Royal is. Perfect. Okay, and then you're coming in and making it yours.
4: Okay. Yeah, so when I got there, I met... Paul and his family, who are the uh, owners, Mm -hmm. and they're Colombian, and they're like, "Hey, we have this little Colombian-inspired restaurant." Mm -hmm. I was like, "I have never been to (laughs) Colombia." I was like, "Uh, "But I am all about giving a shot and seeing." My dad uh, lived in Guadalajara for a while, and Mm -hmm. I've always grown. I grew up in New Mexico and using lots of chilies and stuff while I was cooking. So I just hit the books. Uh, His mom literally gave me a stack of books Mm -hmm. as tall as. I some of
1: which are like in. The, aren't some of the cookbooks in the yeah, royal right? They're
4: in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I just went home and started reading and just getting into it. And at the base of everything, oh, if something's delicious, it's it's going to be great. So I just try to utilize as many ingredients as I can uh, and kind of mix it into the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also have a little bit of southern love in me that I wanted to bring to the royal. I just wanted something like super craveable for breakfast. I mm-hmm. actually did it because there's only two cooks in the restaurant. That's all it fits. It's just a tiny little Well, place. I think we should
1: just say, I mean, I go there, like I do meetings at the Royal all the time because of its location and its size. Um, And it's, it's, you have, when you go, you think, oh, this is just a little coffee shop. But it's not because you really have an incredible menu for breakfast, lunch, and Late night, right? And then you have amazing cocktails, but you also have this crazy coffee program. There's for such a small, tiny space, it's like a three ring circus. You have so much going on.
4: It is. It's intense. It's 18 hours a day, and it's just myself and one other girl that make all the food for 18 hours a day, seven days a week, and it just doesn't stop, which is good.
1: Right. Okay. It so we're toes. gonna take a quick break. But when we come back, we're gonna talk about how you execute that food and what okay. some of those dishes are on all those menus. Awesome. And what it tastes like. Right. This is David <laughs> Nicky <and> Nellis <laughs> with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just
0: a sec. All right. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Cable, I mean, these biscuits, these are not your your average (laughs) run-of-the-mill biscuits. Forget what's inside for the moment. How do you make the biscuits?
1: Okay, but
4: so I started with like a base recipe that I had from uh, my family and mm-hmm. like three weeks before, I literally just practiced biscuits all day every day at my house. And my girlfriend said that I have to stop or she's going to lose her mind. She's right. like, I'm going to gain 60 pounds. The other day I just had a new batch for her and so mm-hmm. I just kept adding more butter to them until I got to a certain point that it was almost like cake
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, and it like fell apart, which is a good yeah, idea. Yeah, it is falling apart, but it's cake. delicious. And then I just took it back just a tiny, tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, you have to freeze the butter and I grate it with a cheese grater and incorporate mm-hmm. it. We freeze everything. It's just mm-hmm. kind of the secret to keep them light and fluffy.
1: So they're delicious. I'm eating the arepa, which is. Crazy good. Okay, good. Arepa. Arepa. It's really, really good. Um, So let's talk about some of the things here. So you have a breakfast menu. Yes, ma'am. And then you evolve to a lunch menu. Indeed. And then dinner
4: ish. So lunch and dinner are the same menu. Okay. Uh, So at 12 o'clock on weekdays and 1 o'clock on the weekends, we switch over from breakfast menu to mm-hmm. lunch slash dinner. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way until close. Like, we close at 10 o'clock on the weekdays and 11 on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And then I make tamales for late night. When I first got to D.C., we were on that strip of street where there's so many people. And mm-hmm. we went out and had beers one night. And I was like, what is there to eat? And it's just like nothing giant, greasy, pizza. jumbo that slice. Pizza, right? Yeah, and I was like, ugh. So... I make tamales every day, uh, and they're wrapped in banana leaves, and they're delicious. Mm-hmm. And so you can come in somewhere and actually get something tasty to eat and get cocktails and everything. And I think it's I think it's a really cool spot. Is so good it is. Awesome breakfast.
1: um when I was in for lunch, we had some of your dishes, and everything was really just really interesting and intriguing. Like you had a really interesting selection of dishes that, you know, I just I think this place is deceiving. I just don't, I think people think they're just going to get a sandwich. Do you know what I mean? And That's instead, good. you have this really um, interesting offering.
0: Yeah, but you just started doing desserts too. It's really become a full right. Why don't you talk about that because these are delicious.
4: Yeah, that was the plan. It's it's great when people's expectations are low coming into a spot. You see it and it just looks like a tiny hole in the wall bar, mm-hmm. but you get mm-hmm. in there and you can get real food. Uh, Delicious, everything made from scratch uh, with lots of love in it. You can taste it. And so that's surprising when it gets to the table. We don't have servers or anything. You just order at the counter. It's super laid back, uh, but you can get tasty food while you're there, and I think people love that. How did the Michelin thing happen? So that happened before i got there so we're really excited that's to find out cool. again I mean, that's that's really cool yeah it's, well that's
1: their gourmand bib right yep. so it's specifically for
4: tinier, tinier places. places that
1: are not doing multi-white tablecloth you right. know high-end dining meals indeed
4: yeah and when i came to dc we uh, noticed like all the prices on everything so when i started at the royal that's one of the things i wanted to tackle so our Whole menu, there's nothing on it over seventeen dollars. So oh my god! Speaking my husband's language. Yeah, you can get a twenty-eight day dry aged uh, hanger steak for seventeen dollars. So mm-hmm. I want everybody to be able to afford it and come in and have a good time and just be when like. When will you be back. opening
0: in Kensington, Maryland?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Yes. Let's get started
0: tomorrow.
1: Right, exactly. We have the perfect space for you. Okay, actually. awesome. Um, and desserts. Let's talk about what you're doing with that.
4: So. Uh, I'm doing uh, passion fruit tart uh, with uh, coconut whipped cream and lemongrass, toasted coconut, toasted almond, lemongrass, uh, and passion fruit and coconut just go now, these so well together. Are part of dessert? No, these, these are, are part breakfast. of breakfast. It's like breakfast dessert, which is what everybody needs. It's like a
1: breakfast pastry.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guava pastries with cream cheese and guava paste. Uh, so people come in in the morning and hang out. And sit on their laptops and have breakfast and have coffee. We've got such a great coffee program, uh, and it's really nice. And then the feel totally switches for nighttime. It's really cool to watch that transition to see everybody kind of like pack up their stuff and see people come in dressed up nice, like ready to hang out and party. Right? Yeah.
1: Because during the day, everybody's there with their laptops working,
4: so business and and meetings, and then. This is fun. Yeah,
1: it's really cool. Well, thank Yummy you so food. much for coming in. We're going to have Jay in soon. Okay, Jay's to do awesome. To coffee on air, and I did um, an interview with him, which is going to be um, our first podcast. Oh, that we're going to put up, and we're really excited about it. And um,
0: Cable, even though you're leaving the microphone, you have to leave your food. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Done. I'm leaving enough room for Tortilla Dora. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, thank you guys so much.
0: Thank, thank you. Thanks great.
1: so much. All right. I... I'm obsessed with the collagen drink. I think it's delicious. Oh, thank you. And the lavender one was really lovely, and I could totally see drinking that at night. Yeah,
3: but then it, don't you have to pee? I mean, you do, but, you know. Wait you, a
0: minute. We've been married 22 years. I didn't know you, you peed. <laughs> a
3: while. Oh. a We talk about digestion very openly at drink. Mm-hmm. People come in all the time with a lot of their issues. and God, and they share? Of course they do. Oh We're like God. a therapist yes. at the same okay. time. Well,
1: you're a good person, because I would be like, yeah, go. Talk to somebody else about that. (laughs) Um, Okay, what are we... Let's just talk about the collagen for a minute. What does drinking collagen do?
3: Yeah, so (laughs) collagen, again, is a a protein that our bodies naturally produce. It declines in production as we get older. Mm -hmm. So this is as a supplement. helps to reduce... it helps with aging essentially mm-hmm. so as we get older our skin tends to get less elasticy mm-hmm. um so this is like an asian age old trick that you know i used to do a lot is drink my collagen as a tablet tablets okay. um so instead we thought okay well why can we how can we make water more functional mm-hmm. and have it throughout the day while really enjoying it and making it a beautiful experience. So you advise to drink this
1: throughout the day. Like you don't
3: have to drink it all in one sitting, No, definitely right? not. Okay. You definitely don't need to do it all in one sitting. All of our juices, even our cold-pressed ones, I mean, once you open it, you can keep it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Sip it really throughout the day. You know, we say drink all day and play all night, right? right. So <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, that's all right, all right. So what are we pouring next? All right, so this one here is our Relax. So mm-hmm. this is the lavender-based water. So this is a cross-functional, essentially. You can almost put it in a spritzer bottle and mist it on your face. Don't tell
0: her that. What <laughs> <laughs> happening?
3: So it's this light purple mm. hue, uh, and this one is the lavender base uh, with alkaline water, a little bit of lemon, again, to help with the alkalinity factor. Mm-hmm. And if you can smell it, it has this like very big floral essence. So as you drink it, it helps to relieve and calm the senses down. So essentially, it's like an essential oil in a water format.
0: All right. While we're using these essential oils in a water format, let's talk to Erica Meyer about something else. Erica is the executive director of uh, a D.C. organization called Compassion Over Killing. And uh, uh, completely vegan, are we saying Yes. No animal products no. at all, right? 100% no plant-based. No, no, all right, 100% plant-based. Plant based. Okay. And you, are you, was DC Veg Fest your idea, or the?
6: DC Veg Fest actually uh, first started in the 90s by the Vegetarian Society of DC. It's mm-hmm. an all-volunteer organization, and because it's all volunteer. Sometimes it was hard for them to find enough volunteers to coordinate it. So it kind of went away for a few years, and we revived it with them with their help in 2009. Mm -hmm. And our first year we hosted it, we had no idea what to expect. And we were hoping for about 1,000 people to show up. And over 2,500 came. All the food vendors ran out and had to go back to their restaurants. So we knew that there was something special about this. And now Mm -hmm. we've grown – to the point where this year we're expecting about twenty to 25,000 people. And you do it
0: at the Yards, right?
6: We do it at the Yards, yeah. It's at the Yards Park. It's right next to Nationals Baseball Stadium. Right. And so what's there for people? Let's talk about the festival
1: first, but then let's talk about being a vegan, what that means, and how one can live you know, a plant-based lifestyle.
6: Yeah, so this festival, we designed it to be free and fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. We want it to feel very festive and celebratory. So mm-hmm. it's free for anyone to attend. We have kids' activities and a parking lot if you want to bring your dog. <laughs> It's where dogs can cool off. It's on hot pavement, so Mm -hmm. we want a space for the dogs to cool off and have fun. There'll also be um, dogs for adoption with a couple different rescue agencies, including the Humane Rescue Alliance. We
1: need another dog. We do. Four is not enough.
6: And we have a beer garden as well. Mm -hmm. And the the main point of the event includes our main stage, which is our speakers. So we have. Several keynote speakers who come in and talk about various issues, from ethical issues about why we don't eat animals, Uh to the environmental impact, to the health impact of choosing a plant-based diet. Uh And we have cooking demonstrations, so something practical and hands-on people can take home with them. Okay. Why
0: Jamie Raskin?
6: Jamie Raskin, well, he is a, a now a U.S. congressman, congressman. In, congressman. Yeah, in the district that I live in, the district that uh, Compassion Over Killing is live? based in. I live in Silver Spring, oh, oh, and our neighbors. office is in Tacoma Park just down the street from him. So mm-hmm. um, he actually is a big supporter of ours because when, when he first became a senator in Maryland, mm-hmm. he was quoted in a local Tacoma Park newspaper about how we can help the environment, and he said— One of the best ways we can help the environment is if we all went vegetarian at least one week out of the year. Okay. So we called him out and said, "Can you? Will you go vegetarian for a week?" And we made it into a Tacoma Park Veg Week celebration. He went vegetarian, and Mm -hmm. he now is vegetarian. Uh, He he's largely vegetarian uh, year round. He goes back and forth a little bit, but he's very vegan friendly. Mm -hmm. And we want him to come out and talk about why you know his story, why he decided to um, To switch to a different diet and to become aware of the environmental impact, the as he puts it, aligning his morals with his menu, right, um, and also the health impact, how he felt very different about it. But also, you know, we look at this more of a holistic approach as well. When we're mm-hmm. you know choosing a plant based mm-hmm. diet, we're stepping away from the the violence that's inherent in the slaughterhouse system.
0: Well, let's talk about that because when you talk about humanely raised and slaughtered. You know, you hear those phrases. Um, it is true that. You know, if an animal doesn't get to live out its natural life, there's something inhumane about that. But how, what's your position on the humane slaughter?
6: Pasture raised. Pasture. Yeah. Well, there are different forms of producing um, animal products, so mm-hmm. they are meat, milk, and eggs. And if you look at the different systems, the overwhelming majority is coming from what's known as a factory farm type system, right. where these animals are really treated more like widgets than they are as the individual beings mm-hmm. uh, with with feelings. And you know, it's been scientifically shown, just like the dogs and cats in our homes, that right. animals raised for food experience happiness and sadness and, and pain and, 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 and grief that. and stress. Right. But what
0: I'm asking about the the kind of the extreme left, <laughs> the alt left of of that where, where people say you know they're pasture raised and they're, they're loved and well treated and then they're humanely slaughtered. So- right,
6: so that's a very, very small part of the, the meat production system. It's a very small percentage. And if you were to visit those systems, you probably still would be horrified by what happens to these animals. I mean, just because we call it humane, we actually look at it as less inhumane. It's not actually humane because the killing of an animal is taking their life early. Right. No matter how we do it, it is cruel to that animal. And and so we look at those models and say, Okay, there are certain forms of, of production that are less cruel than mm-hmm. others, but they all still inherently involve some level of cruelty. And cage free eggs is a great example. There's a lot of shift and talk about yeah, cage free is now like a term. I it mean is. It's BS is what it is. Well, so that's, that's I think an interesting point is there's a lot of discussion about the the tiny cages that egg laying hens are forced to live in. Right, instead it's they just horrific put life. them all and in now,
1: a, an enclosed area just without cages, but it's the same right, thing.
6: Right. And also it still doesn't get to the point that in the egg production system when there's there are laying factories, these these birds are are you know being hatched, 50% of all birds hatched in the egg laying industry are males and they don't produce eggs. So they are killed the first day of life. Mm-hmm. And they're usually ground up or suffocated in bags. And so cage-free does not mean cruelty-free. Mm-hmm. It does mean that the birds aren't living in tiny wire cages, so that is better for the birds. But it is, it's it's far uh, far away from being called cruelty-free. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we get back. Um, um... We'll end
0: that on a downer and go to a commercial. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we come back, I'll be slashing my wrists <laughs> in mortification.
1: This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. I do have to say, I want to, if you're, if you haven't been to the market at River Falls in Potomac, particularly mm-hmm. for Labor Day, and all that, all the the barbecuing and all the outdoor cooking that sort of ends ceremonially uh, on Labor Day, you got to go see their selection of meats and fishes. Mm-hmm. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I was in there the other day. It's mm-hmm. stunning. Market at River Falls and Potomac, one of our sponsors, God bless them. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk to Erica Meyer. Let's get into the nitty-gritty specifics of VegFest, which is September 2nd at the Yards. Next Why don't you weekend. talk about some of the vendors that are participating?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a variety. We have over 45, close to 50 different food and restaurant vendors and they will be dishing out some of the best plant based options DC has to offer. We've got Bus Boys and Poets, mm-hmm. which is a great restaurant. They are shifting their menu to add more and more plant based options. And they'll be, mm-hmm. they won't, they, I don't even know what they're planning. They're so excited about this event that they are keeping their plans a secret. They also host the beer garden. They've got some special stuff cool. going on there as well. Um, other restaurants that we have out there, a lot of restaurants who come to it, some of them are all vegan restaurants, mm-hmm. and others cater to the growing demand for plant-based options in the area, like Busboys and Poets is a well, great example. Well, I think it's
1: kind of interesting in the restaurant world because, you know, 20 years ago, if you went in and just said, I'm a vegetarian, you know, the chef would be like, I roll, like...
0: You get or, some bird's eye you vegetables. Know, you get some, vegetables. Like,
1: veggies, but... Right, now, a baked potato with nothing right, on it. Right, or, like, pasta with, <laughs> yeah. you know, with you know vegetables a roasted vegetables on top like nobody got creative but i do think that the dc dining scene is really expanding an understanding of vegan vegetarian diets and and are trying their best to accommodate them.
6: Yeah, we're seeing a, a growing number of restaurants adding plant-based menus. Mm-hmm. Equinox is a great example oh, of a yeah. restaurant with a phenomenal right. vegan brunch. Yeah, but even
0: the the, you know, the sort Ellen of the, the middle ones like American Tandoor, is an Indian restaurant out at Tysons, mm-hmm. and they've got a number of Vegetarian dishes. I don't know that they're, uh, are they vegan.
6: Some are vegan. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean and that's
0: just part of their Indian menu. Diet,
6: I mean. Yeah, India, Indian cuisine is is always very. You can always find a vegetarian option at uh, Ethiopian mm-hmm. restaurants, Indian restaurants. There's a lot that you can find inherently in a lot of the ethnic cuisines, mm-hmm. uh, Middle East restaurants often have vegetarian, vegan options as well. So now the bag you brought in, what is all that stuff? So this is, well, so a lot of the stuff that you you see here right now, uh, when people show up to this event, again, we have about uh, 20 to 25,000 people who come and we entice the Mm -hmm. first 1,000 people to show up early um, by giving them a free swag bag loaded with stuff, so a lot That's of what lot we of have stuff. here That's today, a good bag. yeah. Well, the cookbook from Miyoko is not something that everyone will get. Okay, um, we do have a, a few on hand. We're sharing, um, but one of our cooking demonstrations is vegan cheese cooking mm-hmm. demonstration by Miyoko Schinner. I believe you guys are talking with her sometime. We're going to do an interview with yeah. her on the podcast. I'm going to
0: find out why she broke up the Beatles.
6: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, Uh, But what we also have is a product called the Neat Egg, and this Mm -hmm. is an an egg replacer you use in baking products, so cakes and cookies or muffins. Hmm. Uh, So everyone will get one of these in their bags. They'll also get another egg product, which is called the Vegan Egg by Follow Your Heart. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, meant to replace scrambled eggs or omelets, so you can just use it uh, just like you use scrambled eggs or omelets and make Um, breakfast just like that we have some protein bars we've got some vegan marshmallows from dandies Mm -hmm. we've got cereal from love grown and uh, a great product these are sort of like um these are vegan uh cheese puffs or curls or something right Uh, hippies is the name of that brand (laughs) we've had them they're they're delicious yeah yeah, you get a free free week of yoga at yoga works as well that comes in all of the bags so wait where's yoga works They're located all over the country, actually, but they're also in in the DC area. But if you don't live here, you can go to different cities, and you'll find a Yoga Works there as well. Very cool. Okay, so give everybody where they can buy. Well, you don't have to buy tickets. You don't. It's one hundred percent free. You do not need. You just show up. It starts eleven o'clock. It Mm -hmm. ends at six p.m. It is on Saturday, September second. So it's Mm -hmm. Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. It's in Yards Park. It is directly across from the Nationals Baseball Stadium. The Metro is the Navy Yard. It's about one and a half blocks away from that metro station, website, dcvegfest.com for all the details. Great. Thanks Great. so much for coming in today. That was too made us all
0: feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and well, come
6: rate. out and celebrate and try all the food. This is a positive and fun event. It is a positive event, and it's
1: important. I mean, it's hard to reconcile, but it's important to know.
6: So, right, and we th- want people to explore plant-based options because the D.C. area really has so much to offer. So and we have a
0: parking lot. And we so. have a parking
6: lot. And we encourage what we, we like. We know a lot of vegetarians and vegans come to this event, but we also strongly encourage a Event for pre-vegans to come out and join us. Of
1: course, pre-vegan. I think I'm pre-vegan.
0: <laughs> you are pre-something. I don't know what you are. I'm still waiting. Twenty okay. years. I'm still waiting to find out. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So now I'm going to get it right because Tortilladora or Wait, tor-
1: we have to go back to Shisu We're going to co-
0: we're going to give her a longer segment at the end. Okay. We're going right? to give
1: you a longer segment at the end because
0: because Ed's food is warm and ready to go. Okay. We're going to talk about. It. So you were at Matchbox. That's I got right. it right finally. And now you're you're now. What's your? I mean, I know you're the executive chef at Tortillador. Is that your operation?
5: It's my operation. I'm okay. owner. I've and never what, felt so ashamed to bring meat to a party. Now,
1: I know, right? <laughs> that's right. For shaming you, you, have somebody else start your car.
5: <laughs> you, you
0: carnivore. But what was the uh, the, the you know the, the driving force here? You went to Union Kitchen to, to, to nurture the idea. But why Why do it? Why leave Matchbox? Why come do this?
5: Um, I think it's been, over the years, just a dream of mine to really open up my own operation. Um, and I think I was trying to think of a way to do it where I could really have hands-on with all the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and one way to do that was I was looking at brick-and-mortar spaces. Uh, but kitchen. And they're
1: really expensive. They're expensive,
5: <laughs> right? And then uh, I think the incubation kind of idea, the incubator idea... Um, At a Union Kitchen is a great opportunity for a lot of up-and-coming people that don't necessarily have the finances to open up their own restaurants um, And get a brick-and-mortar spot. Mm -hmm. So this really gives me the opportunity got to go hands-on on on all parts of the operation Well,
1: let's explain what your concept is because it's really different. So let's explain the entire concept
5: It is so I think you know back in the I think when uber eats and caviar really came out with the delivery services. I think it kind of took a a back step to uh, the guests that are actually in the restaurant um, so you definitely want to deal with the guests that are in front of you before anything else in delivery services. But mm-hmm. what I feel like is with this concept and with Tort- Tortilladora is um, the guest is the most important part, and that's the delivery. So all the recipes were written um, based around being delivered, being microwaved, being sit in, in a in a car for 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and then keeping the integrity of the food just well, as if a okay, chef. Okay, so
1: for people who don't know what you're doing, let's talk about what the food is.
5: Sure, so uh, the food is um, tacos, mm-hmm. um, as simplistic as possible. But what we're doing is we're exploring all around the globe um, and applying that to um, the vehicle, which is um, 100% uh, handmade corn tortillas.
1: Okay, and... so you start with a So when you order... From you. Yes. What do you, Let's discuss, like, let's go through the process. What just, do you order? How does it come? What happens?
5: Sure, so you're getting a kit. Um, it's going to be in a brown bag with my business card uh, signed by me just to make sure that you know who's making the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's going to give you instructions on the back side of the card. Um, We have different colored Chinese food boxes. Mm -hmm. So uh, the white one is microwavable safe. It doesn't have a handle on it, so you can microwave that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the black box would be garnishes. Uh, Tortillas come in an aluminum bag so that it keeps heat. Um, And you can repack them for the next day for lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically what you're getting is a deconstructed meal. Um, And then whether you're a bachelor, bachelorette, uh, family of four... Um, date night, movie night, whatever it is, you're going to have that kit, be able to set it up on your dining room table but, and, and
0: put it together. I love this idea. I the think thing that go, makes yeah. it work, like, and this is not to knock takeout taxi, but if you, or, you know, back in the day, we, living in Bethesda, if you ordered Chinese food from takeout taxi, they had to find a taxi that was available to then go and get your food. But the beauty Actually, of that's not how Takeout Taxi worked. Huh?
1: That's not how Takeout well, Taxi I, I, worked. It is. whatever. <laughs> no, Takeout Taxi whatever was a company called, called Takeout Taxi, and earl- they had cars oh, that did specifically You're killing
0: deliver. me. There so was an right. early <laughs> service that, you, that, that, that when you called the restaurant, they would call a cab to come deliver it to yeah. you, but it took forever. By the time the food got there, it was mush. But Uber is so prevalent now that there are Uber drivers all over the place. And and what happens? You get the order and you David's never over. done
1: Uber Eats, so he doesn't so understand the
5: process. So I, I have a tablet in front of me. I have a line set up for myself. And then when the order comes in, um, Uber or Caviar driver will come in about 10, 15 minutes later, pick up the food. And the great thing about them is they understand um, being in the industry themselves is that there's got to be a certain radius that you could deliver yeah, to yeah, so you're yeah. not losing the integrity of so
1: i'm just sort of curious how do you communicate with them so you say i have an order because if i'm ordering from uber eats right mm-hmm. i do my order on uber eats i pick your i pick you i pick what i want and then i'm my destination so when that comes in how does that work they have to go to you and then go to me how does that like how do they figure that out
5: So um, basically, you go in on the app, and then uh, they figure it out through GPS where the address is. Mm -hmm. I deliver the the food to the driver, and then I get to track the driver uh, from leaving the location with the food to the guest.
1: And so when people get their product... Um, it comes all in little places.
5: Yeah, I think someone should taste
0: it. Okay, don't go ahead, you? taste yeah. it. Please, uh, please. It comes yeah.
1: all in little <laughs> separate containers. It's not chicken, though. It's and actually, then it's like you can set up, and... up a little buffet and create yes. your own. It's like create your own taco night.
5: Yeah, I mean, what I love about taco night is there's interactions. So you're just not eating. It's mm-hmm. you're definitely making different tacos each way. Whether you want more meat, more cheese, uh, more pickled red onions, more cilantro, you get to really make it your way.
0: As the signature cheap person on the show, my question is. Is this did you overdo because you're on the show, or is this how it comes with all this meat? No, it, so you'll this get this is beautiful, yeah, but thank is you very much. Two
1: people, so you'll get you'll get
5: uh eight ounces of protein with not each my order. My world is that? Uh, you get eight ounces of protein with each order. Um, mm-hmm. we also have a vegetarian uh, options available as well. Yay, vegetarian uh, <laughs> um, the menu is 100% gluten free as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then uh, that would be. The, the way you would want to build it mm-hmm. um, that's probably about a quarter of the portion you would get so each kit builds about 3 to 4 tacos
1: and what other what are the fillings let's talk about some of the fillings sure
5: so um as a chef i really like to, i get bored sometimes so i do do uh, about 2 to 3 features a week right now we're doing uh cheeseburger taco um, we have a french onion soup taco as well um, tell me about the french you... yeah, tell yeah, us yeah us about that. About so that. what's your what's your favorite part of the french onion soup
2: the, the cheese. cheese.
5: The cheese and the, and the bread, right, sopping? Yeah. So we're doing uh, caramelized onions, peppers, um, and mushrooms, and then we take the the jus, and we're sopping that bread up in it. We're toasting the cheese on top, and we're putting that on top of the top. Is it reformed jus
1: oh or sounds... conservative? <laughs> Just asking. That's so yeah, I stopped them cold. <laughs> you stopped everybody cold. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, that sounds delicious.
5: Thank you very
0: much. So
1: it's a constantly rotating menu? Yes. Okay, so... How can, but oh, wait, one last thing before I wrap you up. What's the point? No, corn? we're
0: not wrapping him up because I got okay. another
1: question.
5: Oh, all right. So, uh, this is our street uh, style corn elote. Um, what we're doing is we're also influenced by a lot of the globes. So, what we did here is we took a cotija and parmesan cheese mixture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that with Korean chili flakes, toasted sesame seeds, uh, nori, and mm-hmm. tofu. Garmin, um, and then it's uh, miso crema. Somebody um, should take a bite slather. out of that, don't please, you think Please, please, so? <laughs> enjoy. Otherwise,
0: why did I get up Sunday morning and come on this? <laughs> Show. I don't know, you're like
1: making a pig out of yourself. <laughs> it looks like it looks delicious. Oh god, Thank that's you. good. Thank okay, you very I much. i to. Try you some have to. Too. Okay, go ahead. Ask your question before we take our commercial.
5: How do you get the word out? Uh, okay. I have a great marketing team, but also mm-hmm. we're doing a ton of pop ups around DC right now. Um okay. Hoping to do more as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, right after I leave here, we're doing a pop up with 18 Distilling uh, for oh. a yoga class. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now that's how we get the word out. and that's also the other benefit of not having really a brick and mortar. I get to really go around DC and tour and be a part of the concept but all around. But not social
0: media, not paper per click
5: not... Of, social media, definitely. It's 2017, definitely required. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just overall doing great things like this, and appreciate you having me it's on the good show.
1: Food. I'm fine. All right, Thank tell everybody where they can find you, please.
5: Um, so right now we are featured on Uber Eats and Caviar, and then for this week we actually have a promo code for Foodie and the Beast. It's $5 off any order over $18. Well done, my man.
1: <laughs> okay.
5: Wait, if we call, do we get it too? <laughs> no, there's, there's exceptions.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> so cheap. What? All right. Thank you so much. This is thank David you. and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec.
0: All right. Speaking of the market at River Falls, we want to thank them and our good friends at Pro Fish, best sustainable seafood in the city, anywhere perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celebrity Cruises and Central Farm Markets for sponsoring the show and mm-hmm. helping to keep us on the air. If you're not a sponsor, you want to be one, I think.
1: And um, I want to give a shout out to an event that's coming up on... Um, Chefs for Equality, um, I have been a part of the committee that puts on this fabulous event every year. This is our sixth year, and it is September 19th uh, this year, so just a couple of weeks. And the event is going to be bigger and better than ever. So this is in combination with David Hagedorn and a fabulous team at the Human Rights Campaign We are bringing together all of the best chefs of the city for a blowout night to raise funds for the Human Rights Campaign Foundation.
0: Now more than ever. I mean,
1: it's called Who Can Resist? Ha ha. Um, And there's a real reason for it. Um, If you just pay attention to what's going on in this world today, you understand why we think that this is such an important cause. It is like a three-ring circus this year because there's so many things happening. We have the chef's tables, as we always do. We have the tasting stations, as we always do. We have the amazing mixologists, shaking cocktails. Uh, The rosé garden that is currently at Whaley's is going to be duplicated at the event. So we'll have a rosé garden there. Did you Um, say
0: that it's at Doc 5?
1: I am was going to but oh. thank you it's at talk five and also we're doing something really different this year called the speed diner so an an addendum to your ticket it's another fifty dollars you get to sit down at a diner it's a time ticket you have 15 minutes to try five dishes from some of the top chefs in the area plus a cocktail we're calling it five ten fifteen. So, uh, five dishes, 10 chefs, 15 minutes. Uh, check out the website, please. Steps for a quality. Sounds like
0: it's perfect for a speed eater like me. <laughs>
1: yes, it does. Uh, but it's going to be an incredible event this year, and tickets are on sale. All
0: okay. right. So, let's go back to Shizu and drink. Mm. I, here I'm reading from your materials, but your drinks are not processed, pasteurized, or high-pressure processed. So, mm. what does all that mean, and how do you make your drinks, and why is that better?
3: Sure, yeah. So, As I'm sure everyone listening here also knows, when you go to the grocery store, anything in health and wellness, there's a lot of noise out there lately. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're here to kind of deconstruct as well as debunk um, a lot of the myths and tricks. But, you know, very simply, our juices are 100% fruits and vegetables. We don't – there's no added sugars. Mm -hmm. We can talk about sugar. That's a whole other thing. It is a whole other thing. You know, we don't – for us, it was a response to a busy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We're working harder. We're more and more connected. But we're not taking care of ourselves anymore. And so, what's a real food approach to eating cleaner, mm-hmm. but also being more efficient and being, you know, busy, productive, but having fun? What made fun you people.
0: do that? You were at the World Bank. Did you say, this job sucks and I don't want to do <laughs> this anymore? And it's making me unhealthy? What happened?
3: So, I started my career in investment banking. I was at Goldman um, in New York and Ooh. I met my business partner. Did you know the mooch? <laughs> yeah. We ate a lot. Of, no. It was a great, you know, we learned a lot about business and the world. Let's you just say we that. know money does not <laughs> grow on trees. you got to work hard. Um, but, no, we were, you know, working really hard and working really long as well as in any job you would. Um, and so this was just a really easy way to incorporate more fruits and vegetables into our diet. So if we were to talk about plant-based living here we can mm-hmm. talk about meat eating it's all part of that real food approach mm-hmm. um it's just sometimes we just need to eat more vegetables because frankly speaking um you know we don't get enough of it so but so like your waters make sense to me sure you know what i mean
1: i understand because drinking more water is so yep. important How do you suggest incorporating the juices in a daily diet?
3: Yep. So, you know, a lot of customers come in and get like a six-pack of juice. Mm -hmm. We also deliver. So if you can order online at Mm -hmm. jrink.com. And we also order on demand. So if you want to get it for breakfast, it's a great breakfast to go. Mm -hmm. So what we've been pouring here is the orange, carrot, grapefruit, ginger, and turmeric. turmeric is great as an Mm anti-inflammatory so diets with a lot of processed fats saturated fats as well as sugars that we eat in our daily life helps it kind of breaks down the body and the immune response Mm -hmm. so that is an inflamed body and so turmeric helps to fight that and so so all of our juices incorporate things like ginger turmeric um, you know raw fruits and vegetables and collagen is Mm -hmm. a good example spirulina so if you come into our stores, we can um, give you the best drink for you. Mm-hmm. And you can drink two or three a day or you can drink six a day. As a
1: meal, so two or three a day as a meal replacement or is it like? So what I typically
3: do yeah. is drink until dinner. Okay. So you live a busy life. So I drink all day essentially. And mm-hmm. at nighttime, I want to I relax. I want to mm-hmm. eat something warm. I want to eat something nourishing and grounding. Okay. And if I want a cookie and I want some meat, I'll do that too. Right. It's about balance. Mm -hmm. But during the it's much more easier to have control during your Monday to Friday, you know, nine to five period Mm -hmm. work and then get your nutrition and get your nutrients in. And we have some food options at our stores as well. Okay, but it allows you to just kind of focus in and not have to stress. Mm-hmm. And I have to eat out of emotion. So
0: let's talk about turmeric because.
3: What about eating out of emotion? Wait, What's
0: wrong
1: with that? <laughs> That's
3: fine too. Everyone's got to do you. Right. <laughs> that
0: must be what I'm doing. Right. Um, <laughs> turmeric, you know, th- I mean, it's become like the in thing. I take it because it. I take it every morning. Sure. One of the things Nikki and I were talking about it is that it's. I mean, you really can't OD on it. It's not medicine. It's a spice.
3: It's a spice. So turmeric, um, it has this uh, chemical or compound within it called curcumin. And when combined with black pepper, it helps to actually uh, increase the intake. So when Mm -hmm. you're drinking your turmeric supplements, typically you want to have like an actual black pepper to go with it. But Mm -hmm. it's hard to obviously eat black pepper by itself. Um, So a lot of our juices and especially like our lattes made in store, we add a little bit of black pepper. So we have booster shots that are $4 that you can get that are sour cherry, which is great for also uh, anti-inflammatory diets. Mm-hmm. Turmeric and black pepper, and those are one of our most popular shots. So a shot of black pepper, you would take it with the turmeric? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So it's all about food combining. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like our green juice that we have here. We add some lemon into it as well because it helps to um, increase the alkalinity factor of the green juice. But so are
1: the – are, are
3: well, I guess you're not adding water to it. So, nope.
1: right, so there's no, no um, added I'm, water.
3: Got, yep. it. Got, Correct. It, got it. Got so it. So it's 100% fruits and vegetables. And when we say we have water, we will always write it mm-hmm. and then also we have the waters by as separate, um, right. as a separate a separate product. Okay,
1: and so let's talk about now we we were talking off air about lower sugar sure. juices. Yeah. And why are you why are you investigating doing that and why are you launching that?
3: I mean, I think there's enough sugar out there into the world. There's enough soy options out into the world. There's not enough pure um, low sugar content because that helps to fight with the Mm anti-inflammatory. The reason why we're taking turmeric is because we're fighting against anti-inflammatory, right? Mm -hmm. So how can we even fight the whole getting to that point, right, or preventing that? Mm -hmm. So we believe in a lot of preventative care. The preventative being is taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's drinking your vegetables. It's uh, it's being more mindful about choosing the different options that you can get when you want something sweet, mm-hmm. but maybe toning it down with something that has a little bit of a lower glycemic index. Right. So, so we how don't, do you go about doing it? Yeah. So we have some green juice options in our stores that are um, sans fruit. So mm-hmm. it's 100% vegetables. So it's kale, spinach, celery, parsley, lemon, and ginger. That sounds That's delicious. It. It's, it's delicious. You know, it's actually very mellow, and you can mm-hmm. drink it down really easily. So, again, it's all about um, being efficient, but drinking it down. If you can't, always have, like, five salads. Right. And the benefit of cold press is that you get three salads literally in one bottle. All
0: right. So what does everything cost?
3: So our juices, uh, the bigger bottles here, they range from nine to ten uh if you want to do a one-day reboot to sort of reinvigorate and kick start sort of that plant-based lifestyle or healthier lifestyle Mm -hmm. uh, those are 54 and you get six juices a day and you drink that all throughout the day okay and we have three and five day programs there within again you can order online you can come by our five locations and we're opening our flagship in eastern market when's that opening so we're hoping for september october but as everybody in this room probably knows Probably Good luck like, with that. Okay, Lake yeah. Well, please yeah. keep us posted. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming in today. Tell Thank everybody you. where they can find you online. Uh, drink.com, so J-R-I-N-K, JuniorInc.com if we want to go that way. <laughs> uh, and then Drink Juicery, J-R-I-N-K, Juicery on social media. All right. Excellent.
0: Well, that's kind of the show. It Everything is. you heard about uh, today, you, uh, you can get all the info on Nikki's website, the list, are you on it, dot com. Mm-hmm. Follow her on Twitter, Instagram. She's live on WTOP, that's 103.5 FM, Mm -hmm. uh, every Thursday at 12.40, Mm -hmm. usually. Sometimes. And what else? Did I leave anything? Oh, yeah, and uh, we we launched a podcast about two months ago, and all the shows are up there. It's on iTunes under under Foodie and the Beast, and Mm -hmm. you're going to find a lot of original content coming very soon
1: very very soon so we want to thank everybody in studio for joining us today we will not be in studio next week we'll be hopefully on our backs in the sun Uh, but the following week september 10th we have the very hot top of bar and restaurant in bethesda coming in to pour some cocktails and we'll be talking post-summer skin with dr kimberly from Nava Health. everybody have a wonderful holiday be safe out there and have a delicious week